Hello and welcome to the weekend wrap for the week on Wednesday. I am Ben Davison and what a huge week it has been. I'm sure, like myself, you are also exhausted from what has been a difficult, difficult week in Australia with more than half the country going in and out of lockdowns at various times throughout the week. We also saw the Prime Minister get up on Monday night and give what can only be described as a confusing and non-scientific press conference. We basically said, get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine, sort yourselves out, it's not my problem. Then he went into hiding for days and days, emerging on Friday, I believe it was, to unveil a four-stage plan to get us through the pandemic, a four-stage plan to get us through the pandemic. We are now nearly 18 months into a pandemic, but nonetheless, we now have a four-stage plan. The first stage is apparently to have us all vaccinated. Well, it seems to me that Morrison has failed on this stage of the plan before we've even begun. And in fact, we should have begun 18 months ago. This is desperate, desperate politicking from a man who is simply unable to govern. He is unable to govern. He has failed to govern and he continues to fail. We see today in New South Wales that another 16 people have been diagnosed with COVID. The Premier of New South Wales, Gladys, Premier Gladys, at one point in the week said that they were on track, that they were getting on top of things. Well, it now appears that that's simply not the case. As we said on Wednesday, the reality is that until people are vaccinated, until there is enough quality, appropriate vaccine for the Australian people, there will continue to be outbreaks and problems. We have been saying this now for almost a year. And yet Morrison has only just come up with his four-stage plan, which really seems to me to be the Adam Crichton plan, the plan that the Australian and other conservative commentators have been pushing all along, and that is reopen, 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 and hang the rest of them. It is unbelievable that an Australian Prime Minister would suggest that more Australians will end up having to have COVID, that more Australians will run the risk of being admitted to ICU, of having to be ventilated. These are terrible times, terrible times for many, many Australians. Not only is there the threat of COVID, not only is there the health risks associated with it, of course, we see the instability that comes to people's home life and their jobs and livelihoods. Morrison disappeared for days, disappeared for days. And when he returned, he presented a plan which, frankly, some people have compared to a Yes Minister skit, and rightly so. He should be ashamed of himself. He should resign in disgrace. And yet, and yet, on Saturday, he posts social media of him cooking a curry. And not just him cooking a curry, but sharing his recipe for a curry. Prime Minister, we need a recipe to get us out of COVID. We need a recipe to deliver more vaccines. We need a recipe for more secure jobs and better wages in this country, not a recipe for your Massaman curry. Frankly, Prime Minister, if you're unable to deliver, resign. Call an election and let someone who is capable take the reins. Because we are all sick and tired of watching you fail. You have failed to protect Australians. You have failed to bring Australians home. We are now over six months behind schedule on bringing Australians home from overseas. And yet tens of thousands of business travellers have come and gone, come and gone from these shores and returned in many cases, returned from places where COVID outbreaks are even worse 
than the one currently being experienced in New South Wales. And what's Morrison's response to this? It's to go into hiding for days, to see if the political heat dies down, to see if he can get away with it again. And when that doesn't appear to be happening, he drops this four-stage plan and a recipe for curry. Frankly, it's a disgrace. And we as the Australian people and the Australian media must hold him to account. Of course, all of this is occurring, all of this is occurring, while at the same time, the scale of the Morrison government's corruption is being fully exposed. On Insiders this morning, Simon Birmingham, the finance minister, defended defended the $660 million corrupt process by which car park funds were handed out the day before an election was called. Bridget McKenzie, who was rightly made to stand down for her role in the sports fraud scandal, has been restored to the Morrison cabinet. And Barnaby Joyce, and Barnaby Joyce, whose behaviour should have seen him stripped of any form of public office, has been restored to the position of Deputy Prime Minister. Of course, Julia Banks has come out again and told more of her story of being a Liberal parliamentarian under the Morrison government. And what a shocking and terrifying tale it is. It truly exposes the thin veil of a mask that so many Liberal Party and National Party politicians wear. I'm sure many of you have met these people, politicians who appear nice, who appear friendly, who appear to be leaders of their community, who are wearing a mask, as Morrison does every day, who are wearing a mask of piety, while underneath there is a reality of greed and of corruption, a mask of patriotism, when in reality, underneath there is division, hatred and fear. These people, these people are leading a corrupt government. They are leading a corrupt government that treats women as second-class citizens, that treats working people as second-class citizens, that treats retired workers as second-class citizens, that treats Indigenous Australians and the unemployed as third or fourth-class citizens. This is a divisive, corrupt government, and it must stop. It must come to an end. Simon Birmingham went on Insiders today and not only defended the car parking scandal, the corruption of land sales for the second Sydney airport, he said the Australian people had their chance at the election. They had their chance, and they re-elected Scott Morrison. Well. I say this, billionaires corrupted that election. Scott Morrison ran around the countryside pretending to play sport, hugging sheep and patting dogs. This was not a prime minister. This was a man waiting for his billionaire friends to tear down an opposition leader. So Simon Birmingham might think that the Australian people have had their chance, but I say the Australian people will have another chance. We'll have another chance to judge the four-stage plan that is 18 months late, that still doesn't have vaccines, that is a huge waste of taxpayers' money spent on consultants. They'll have a chance to judge the fact that Morrison 
has left tens of thousands of Australians stranded overseas in COVID-riddled countries because he refuses to build quarantine facilities and he gives their place on the plane to corporate executive buddies. They'll have a chance to judge his treatment of people like Julia Banks, of people like Grace Tame, his treatment of the women who work in the Liberal Party and the women who work right across Australia, the women whose access to childcare has been described by the Morrison government as outsourcing parenting, as outsourcing parenting. They'll have a chance to judge this government on its waste of billions and billions of dollars in what some people describe as pork barrelling, but that I call straight up corruption. And it's failure, it's abject failure to learn the lessons of the Northern Hemisphere, to take advantage of the lull during summer and to get Australians vaccinated. More millions spent on consultants, more millions of our money wasted. And yet, still, still, we trail behind the rest of the developed world in vaccination rates. And now we again see an outbreak in an aged care centre. The Morrison government has failed. Listeners, it has failed and it continues to pretend that it hasn't. We must all stand united against this. And change is possible. We can stand together and make real change in our communities. We've seen it. The rise, the rise in superannuation that happened this week. The rise in the minimum wage that happened this week. These are things that were won by workers standing together, working people like you and me joining their union. So this afternoon, I urge you, join your union today. Go to australianunions.org.au slash wow. That's W-O-W for week on Wednesday. And join your union because we cannot allow the Morrison government to continue in this way. We cannot allow his big business mates to exploit working people. And if we stand together, we can make the change happen. We can lift wages. We can lift super. We can make our work more secure and our communities healthier and safer. We stood together to save Medicare before. We have reduced and diminished the cuts that Morrison wanted to bring in. And now we can stand together and make sure we all get vaccinated in the way that we need to return to some form of normality. So remember, friends, as lockdown continues and things seem bleak, we must be kind to ourselves and to each other. We'll talk again on Wednesday.